the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. God bless you. I hope you're having a great weekend that's coming up that you can be productive and learning and growing and understanding. Um, let's take it to the Lord. Heavenly Father, let the Holy Spirit roll through me. Have it come from you, not from me, because I'm, I'm just a normal person, oh Lord. But you're, I want to be your vessel that, that tells the public, tells everybody, especially Christian brothers and sisters, that they need help because it's so hard in this world. We uh, We need to be uh fighting against the world and their desires and we're going to talk about it in proverbs today and i god bless each and every one of them thank you for the answered prayers and ask in jesus name i pray amen uh thank you for tuning in today and god bless you and uh if you like this show and you're learning something uh satan has attacked me the last nine months i mean he's he is coming from every direction just pray to give me strength, wisdom to fight through all this stuff, to focus on uh, the Lord and not of the world and not of Satan. You know, I guess my ministry is about to explode because he is coming so hard every month and something new, something different. But I know it's coming together because of Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. because God does have a plan for me, and I guarantee you it's going to come together. So thank you. Uh, pray for me. Uh, let me work through all of this, and I got more and more information for you. Also, San Antonio, please go vote for Brockhouse. We, I'm tired of George Soros, the mayor of San Antonio. George is running this this uh, city, and he's going to run it to the ground. And I guarantee you, he is paying Nuremberg a lot of money, campaign money, to keep him in there because he you hey and. You don't think I'm right? Look at George Soros' policies. You'll see their Nuremberg's policies. we got to get rid of him. Please get out and go vote and vote for Brockhouse. So that's my two cents. Please do what your little heart desires. Also, um, we're going to talk about fantasies. Do you have any fantasies? Hello, everybody. we got people coming on Facebook Live, Randy Adams, Jeremy, Greg, and Michael. Uh, thank you, Facebook, Randy Adams. And we're also live on learn to buy and sell cars.com with Barry running that little situation. Thank you, Barry. And so we're going to talk about something real quick here. Uh, Proverbs 28, 19 says, those who work their hands will have abundant food, but those who chase fantasies will have their fill of poverty. Poverty. And let me tell you something. If you work and you make good decisions and you're, you're diligent, you'll, you'll have plenty to eat. And I'll tell you, um, after you look what some people live in other countries, how they live on, we we got a country of plenty. We really do. The government's trying to give way too much going on. Hello, Roger. And, but we got, we're a land of plenty. And if you'll make the right decision, oh, I forgot, we've got to give the phone number here, 210-340-9585, phone number. Give us a call. Hello, Crystal. There's no dumb questions. 210-340-9585. 210-340-9585. Love to talk to you. But if you'll work and you'll be productive and you make better decisions, you'll have plentiful you'll be plentiful you'll have abundancy and and that's what i want i want you to make those better decisions and but when we're chasing fantasies fantasies of what we can drive 
fantasies of what somebody else has. That'll get us off on the side street. We'll chase after fantasies and never be happy, never have enough, never see what what is right in our lives. And so we struggle every day in that situation, trying to figure out exactly what will satisfy our fantasies. And if you do, you'll end up, hey, the car dealers love that. Oh, they love that. When you've got your focus on on pride, greed, and keeping up with the Joneses and, and fulfilling those fantasies, they can push your button so easily. I know. I can do it. And I don't want to do it. I have to back off sometimes in the situations I'm going, hello, Dave Robinson, Dan, I, and Dan, I have to back off. And because I can hard sell somebody and put them in something that I shouldn't. My conscience is alive. It's growing. It's growing more and more every day. It's just like things in our life and our past. If we if we focus on them, on that past, they'll grow up. They'll start as a baby. They'll start as a little baby, and they'll grow up. And time, you, you put 10 or 20 years of focus and thinking and anxiety over those hurts or those issues, those wounds, they blow up. They get big. Well, our fantasies grow up. Our fantasies get so big. And then the next fantasy is two, three years down the road. But the problem is, are you bankrupt? Have you, can you afford what you're buying? You know, I got, I still have the urge on. I love cars. I'm, I, you know, that's all there is to it. And I still run across things I think I got to have. But a little bit of thought, a little bit of reasoning, a little bit of prayer changes my mind. I'll get off of that fantasy of having to have it. I told you about my perfect dream car I run across, and it was about half price what I could build it. This guy had built an awesome car, 56 Chevy convertible. I loved the car. I was thoroughly in love with it. I mean, if I'd built the car, it was so close to what, what I'd have built. And I used to build lots of cars, build street rods, won awards uh, everywhere with them. And so... And this is the way I would have done it. And he started with a good car. A good deal starts with a good car. He started with a good car. And he built an awesome car. And I thought, man, I just got to have this car. But I thought, you know, maybe I'm going to need to back off and, and, and study this situation. And, you know, and, and make sure that this is what I need. And the fantasy of my, my mind kept saying, yeah, it's half price. You can't build it. What about your time loss building this car? What about all this other? I could I could make more excuses, but bad excuses are just lies. You're lying to yourself. I was lying to myself. Oh, man, I come up with every excuse in the world to buy it. But the fantasy left when I put enough thought, reasoning, what would it, you know, sitting that money on, parking it, paying insurance, and how much would I really enjoy it? I didn't build it. I have more desire on making something better, being productive, than I have riding around and enjoying it. The last street rod I built, 3643 Wendy Coop, it was an awesome car, but I never drove it. You know, I enjoyed building it. I, I enjoyed the time and everything I did, but I, I didn't spend the time using it, so I sold it. Hello, Phil and Jeff. And so... That desire left me. That fantasy left me. But too many people, we need to make better decisions. Today's thrill may lead to tomorrow's run. How many people do you know that have been driving late model new cars for the last 30 years, and they're still upside down? What do they have to show for it? They get so excited. Got to buy. Buy what you can afford. I got a buddy of mine. Said, I'm going to go buy a new Tahoe, but you're going to tell me I shouldn't. I said, you got the cash, Bubba. Take my advice and do whatever your little heart desires. There's two kinds of cars, afford and can't afford. You can afford it. Go buy it. You know, I, I'm, we got to buy new cars. We got to have that those cars coming in because, you know, if we stop buying new cars, there's not going to be any used cars in the next few years. It's just like what I talk about when we talk about diminished value, when we talk about cars and accidents, car faxes and all. If we take all the cars off the market that have had an accident, we're going to lose 60% of them. We're going to be on a bicycle or barring each other on Uber ride or something. 
But the fantasies, when it controls your thoughts, controls your mind, and then controls your pocketbook, that run will be tomorrow. But nobody thinks about tomorrow. When they're buying a new car, first thing they're thinking, I'm, I'm, this is a lifetime experience, a lifetime purchase. I'm not going to have to buy another car. This is it. And three years, five years down the road, oh, man, I need another new one. And the fantasy, here it comes. Oh, that new car smell. You know, how will my friends look at me? Oh, man, you know. You, do you get offended when somebody picks on your car? I don't. I don't care. You know, it's paid for. That's all I care about. Hey, and it starts, the air works, the way we go down the road. I get thrilled when I get down the road. Hello, William, GR. So, you know, have you addressed your fantasies lately? Have you bought anything on a fantasy? Hello, Stephanie. Have you bought anything on a fantasy? Do you you let them desires control your pocketbook? And then at the end of the month, you cry, man, I don't have any money left. And you go to pray. And hello, Gordon, trying to pray for that next uh, month that you have something left. Hello, George. And so we, we, we don't think about the future. We don't think about, do you, are you going to have a job tomorrow? Hey, the car business, the car business has changed. I got to talk to a lady that's head of a lot of Cox people, unbelievable billion-dollar company, and she said, what do you see in the future? I said, wholesalers are, are dying off. It's too hard to make a living. That's why I buy cars off the radio. That's why I want to buy the I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I want your car. Hey, and let me tell you something. Low miles, nice cars are bringing a premium. So don't give it away. Had a listener the other day that I bid eight thousand on their car, and the new car dealer had them tried to convince them. They didn't have them convinced, but their car was worth four grand, Carlos. And so um, we've got our listener that listens every week and. And helps so many people. Good morning, Carlos. How you doing? I call first, and you feel much better after all the surgeries you have. Yeah, well, thank you. Keep praying for me. I know you will. Thank you to the radio station, all the sponsors. Yeah, there. And we need more sponsors. Thank you. Uh, As soon as I win the lottery, I promise you I sponsor. Okay, thank you. (laughs) <laughs> Mr. Randy, I have a, a question for you. Sure. I have a, a friend. I'm going to her house right now. She bought a car in, you know, the new place. We all respect Carmania. You know, you buy online. It's like a... Yeah, a right. Right. But what they delivered is not what she was expecting in the way they tell her. And every paper she signed was on computer. What she can do in that case? You go, let me go over there and let me see what with you. Well, she's got three days to send it back, and they then they claim seven days. You know, and so she's got seven days to take it back as as they advertise. But when you don't hearken the door, in other words, you don't go to that place of dealership. They can make you stay hooked up. Now, if you if you if they bring it to you. You got at least seventy-two hours, and if they advertise you got seven days, yes, you can you you they can take it back. Yesterday. How long? They dropped it yesterday. yesterday they dropped it in the, in, the, in the day. I don't know what time. Well, then they got. What she's got plenty of time. But she, okay. hey, and in those independent used car deals, convenience costs you a lot of money, and convenience will slip by and charge you. 10, 12% too much interest. They're a big, that company is owned by a big buy here, pay here finance company. And they make tremendous amount of money on interest because they don't have parts, service, or a body shop. And so they've got the overhead of a new car dealer, and they've got to make money on, on the front end, which is the retail price, and they got to make money on the interest, and then they do make money because I believe they're self-insured. The self-insured is just like uh, the guys that guarantee lifetime warranties. They're self-insured, but they look for ways not to not to uh, warranty your car, and they charge you. Uh, in the in the long run, a, a lifetime warranty will cost you about twelve thousand dollars, and they'll look for a reason not to pay you. So she's got three. 
at least three days, but they advertise seven, so she's got seven days. Now, they're going to try to bring her another car, but she needs to look at the interest rate. She needs to see what she – she needs to shop the price. I know somebody that bought a car from them, and after they bought the car, convenience, they delivered it to me, and they told me I had seven days. Well, he went past the seven days. He owned it, and then he got to looking around, and he paid about 4000 more than what he could have bought that same unit with the same miles and, and you know, that extra $4,000. And then when I told him he needed to look at his interest rate, he was paying 18%. He should have been paying 4%. So he's paying 14% too much, so he had to get it refinanced. And he was all hassled out. And of course, they sold him extended warranty, and then they sold him a gap. Well, he needed the gap because they buried him. He did need the gap, but after he got rid of all the trash, he just paid too much for the car. Cause we love convenience, we love the new ideas, we love the we're doing something nobody else has done, and it's so convenient. But I've got the new car dealers that I delivered a new Dodge, and they don't beat you up in F and I. I can deliver a new Ford, Chevy, uh, Jeep, Dodge. Cadillac, Lincoln, all kinds of new cars delivered to your door, and the F9 people won't beat you up. And you can even have your own financing, which I recommend. Well, I sell lots of new cars. I don't make a dime off of it. I do get by by the trades most of the time. But when they give too much money, I let the new car dealer have it. Because sometimes these new car dealers have got a waiting list on certain vehicles that they, they need. And so that's when they outbid me. But uh, very, very seldom does CarMax and all those other guys ever beat me on a bid. Because their overhead is so high, they've got to have uh, a pack on the vehicle. So if they buy a car that's $2,000, they got a five eight. Or eight hundred dollar pack, or a thousand dollar pack. It's a large percentage. I don't have that pack. It's my money. I'm blessed. My cars are paid for. My lots paid for. So I don't have to fight all that overhead. Hello, Juan. Lofton. Right now, what I'm doing, Mr. Randy, is they deliver the car come from another state or the same company, and he's one in sixteen or four. I tell him let's go to take it and drop it, and. They, you only sign papers in the computer, but legally you have to have... Well, that's legal. Those, those computer papers are legal, Carlos. They're, they're legal. That's why that's why we do so much signing of paperwork online nowadays, because it's legal, and she's legal. But also there's a seven-day turn back and a three-day turn back, because she didn't go to... Did she go to their office? No, no, but it was all right. Uh, the car have a bunch of lights, you know, when she started, it's a bunch of lights. Inside, it don't look in the way it's supposed to be, you know. Yeah. And it's like a, well, what man makes breaks, it's a used car. And I'm sorry that she probably paid too much and probably too much interest and too much everything. And right now, she needs to get bold and courageous and, and turn it back and say, hey, this is not what I was expecting. This is not what y'all promised. This is not what you advertised. But you advertise I can bring it back in seven days, and I'm bringing it back. It's better to get other one. I tell you, you know, we can read a bit, you know. I take you today to the other, you know, all the new car stores, North Parks or whatever. We know the people, you know, the people you Yeah, to right, dude. But depends on what kind of car she wants. You know, she could probably, hey, I've seen people paying out of those independent used car dealers, uh, big locks, the big box stores. I've seen people pay as much as they could have bought a new car, and they bought used. So, you know, it depends on, she, you need to call me or she needs to call me. depends on exactly what she wants. We can get a brand new one delivered to her door if that fits her budget if it fits her lifestyle you know and, and a lot of single moms i try to put them in something that will last them 10 years and explain to them you know and and get them set where they don't have a problem i just had uh sat last saturday i helped three single moms get cars and they were all new cars but i sent them to the right place with the right salesperson and got them handled and, and, you know, but these new car dealers are learning. My customers are educated. 
It's just like the buy here, pay here buddy of mine that I've been friends with for 40 years. I was advertising for him years ago, and then he said, Randy, I don't want to advertise on your show no more. I said, why not? He said, because your customers are too educated and I can't make enough money on them. So he quit advertising with me. What a great testimony. I loved it. I loved it. That was good. That was good. And and, and it's friendly auto sales on Southwest Military Drive that I still love. I still think he's the best guy to buy from and buy here, pay here. His name's Charlie Pride. Played lots of golf with him, a good guy. So, you know, uh, you just got to – you got to – you got to tend to your business. And this business changes, Carlos, constantly. And, I mean, it's changed for the worst the last five to seven years, and we've got more bad news coming. So you've got to be educated. You've got to understand what's going on. And you've got to be ready for a battle for all your money and your budget. You've got to save your budget. You won't have a future. You buy a car now, and we forget about it 72 months. What's going to happen between now and 72 months besides the vehicle going down to be worth not very much? The vehicles always go down. I don't care what you buy. Now, there's some vehicles they quit building that's, that's held up decently, but they all lose money. Just like I said a while ago, I know so many people have been paying on almost new cars or new cars the last 30 years, and they still owe too much, and they have nothing to show for it. They, you know, And a lot of people don't realize how much a vehicle costs you in the long run. If you're buying a new car, your, your insurance is high, and then the next month, next year, the value goes down and insurance goes up. And so we pay insurance and maintenance and gasoline and uh, just keeping them up and then the loss of value and then interest rate. And there's so much tied to a car that people don't think about. When I start explaining things like this to them, they said, yeah, you know, I hadn't thought of it that way. You know, well, I mean, you buy a $70,000 Ford truck, diesel, and you drive it 30, 40,000 miles a year. In three years, you've got a $25,000 truck, maybe. So you've lost 45000 Oh, you got to pay Uncle Sam his part before you can make those payments. So now you lose another 15000 So now it's, you know, $60,000 loss. They don't think about three years from now. And they got a seven-year note, six-year note. And so... That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to open people's eyes to see what it takes to own a vehicle and what it's going to be worth in the future. And are you trying to retire in 20, 30 years? Are you trying to have something? Are you trying to have something at the end of the month? So get bold. Give me a call. Whatever news she wants, I'll I'll help you all out. But be bold. Be courageous. and, And go in there and say, hey. Um, I'm bringing this dude back. I got seven days. Y'all advertise. I'm back first day. And hey, you know those lights, check engine lights. There's a little something wrong. May be minor. Might be something they could fix. But you know she needs to look at the whole deal and make sure that she's made the right purchase. Okay, Mr. Randy, can we? Could you give us your cellular again? That yeah, way you can call me on my cell eight three zero seven zero eight. Four seven eight nine. It's eight three zero seven zero eight four seven eight nine. And like I said last Saturday, I had three single moms we helped, and then another fourth single mom. She was buried so deep, and her situation so bad, she's going to have to just try to ride it out. But ninety five percent of my business right now is helping other people and giving back, and I love it. It's a ministry that the Lord's given me, and I want to help everybody I can. Thank you, Carlos. Keep helping Thank you, everybody Mr. out there. Thank you, you to Golden Station. I wish you the best. Have a beautiful weekend, sir. God Thank bless you. you. Phone number here, no dumb questions, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Byron. Thank you, Michael. The great opportunity for me to be on this Right in the middle of a bunch of preachers. Can you believe that? Put a car dealer in amongst a bunch of preachers? But it's, you know, 
we're, we're talking about fantasies. Fantasies of buying, easy buying, convenient buying, delivered to my home, this, that, and the other. Well, there's a, there's a real way to get that done. Give us a call uh, here at the station. Facebook, we're going to drop off for about uh, three, four minutes, and then we'll be back on. Hey, call 20 people, text 20 people, tell them to listen to the second half of the show, and then we're going to be on Freedom 1160 at 1 p.m. today. That's Freedom 1160 at 1 p.m. Then I've got another radio show at 3.30. You have to go to my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com, to find that one. Thank you, San Antonio. God bless you. We love you. Hello, I'm Randy Adams. I'm the BuyAndSellCars.com. Heard right here at 6.30, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM 630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM 630 KSLR. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams. Learn to buy and sell cars.com. We're on Facebook Live. Randy Adams, tell 20 people about it or go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Give 20 people my phone number. I want to help everybody I can. we got Dennis online. Hello, Dennis. Randy, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. What is the danger of uh, co signing for a vehicle and having to get into a uh, Accident or it gets repossessed. Well, repossessed is the bad part. Uh, in an accident, you hope they got insurance. If they don't have insurance, they can come back on you uh, because you're co-owner. And if they repo it, uh, they can uh, come back on you on the money. Okay. It goes. It Alrighty. goes against your credit. Also, I'll tell you a quick story. I was growing up, uh, I had a high school buddy named Billy Prenty, great guy, an awesome car dealer, a detailer, and a close friend. But anyway, uh, one day my dad pulled up in a, in a 66 GTO, and he had to have it. Oh, man, he needed that car. And his dad had bought a, his several cars, and he kind of tore them up, and they didn't last. And anyway, he was driving, I forgot at the time. So he went down to the bank. And uh called from the bank, and he said, called my dad, uh, Hack. He said, hey, Hack. He said, uh, they're, they're ready to give me the loan. Uh, I just need you to co-sign. My dad said, co-sign? He said, I won't even co-sign for Randy. Why would I co-sign for you? He said, if I co-sign, I'm responsible. He said, I don't want to be responsible for no cars and no car loans. And that was what my dad's theory was, and that was with me. So, I mean, if you're going to co-sign, be prepared to stay on top of it, make sure they got insurance, and be prepared. If they don't pay, you got to pay. Okay, Randy. You sign a contract. Yes, Dennis, thank you very much. Excellent question because so many people co-sign for their grandkids, and they don't have any sweat equity in there. And so the, the kids won't take care of the unit like they're supposed to. And And it's a battle every day, and it's – it hurts relationships, and the grandchild won't come around because they've done wrong, and the grandpa feels bad, and he's in a situation, and it hurts relationships. You know, you're better off giving a, a couple of thousand or so and walking off than, than killing the, the, the relationship or, or anything in that situation, or just go ahead and give them the money. You know, just pay for it if you've got it, if you want to do it that way. And that way, when they tear it up, wreck it, or do something, you know, you don't kill a relationship because there's a third party involved, that third party that you're responsible for. So think about that on the long run. We've got open lines, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Uh, thank you for calling in each and every one. There's no dumb questions, you know. Uh 
right and right now there's a lot of repos believe it or not even though the economy is good there's some repos out there and they straightened up one of the big credit unions they were doing all kinds of illegal things but looks like they've got their act in better but you know the problem is is that you throw bankers into the car business hey and i'm gonna tell you something we're a bunch of snakes i was a big one at one time i know and so you know money is the root of all evil and in the car business there's a lot of cash that flows under the tables you've got the Mexican gypsies that deal in cash. You've got uh, the foreigners that love to pay people off because that's the lifestyle in the other, in the other side of the world. But in United States, so what has taken advantage? The auctions have taken advantage of this. So they go to the owners of these dealerships, and they say, "Hey, make your used car manager honest, and that way you'll keep him." And you won't have to fire him, and he won't be stealing from you. Little quick, another little quick story. A friend of mine got promoted to t- be GM of a dealer, Chevrolet dealerships in Phoenix, Texas, uh, Phoenix, Arizona. And he left Texas, went to Phoenix. And I told him, number one, I said, "Hey, man, make sure you got an honest, strong used car manager." Oh yeah, I got him. I got him. I'm taking him with me. I know him well. I know him well. So anyway, about two years later, he calls me. He said, man, we're in trouble. And I said, what's the matter? He said, man, we're losing a tremendous amount of money every month. And we're missing deals. And it's just, and, and man, it's a train wreck. He said, I need you to fly out here. And it happened to be during Barrett Jackson. I used to go out there every year. So he said, I need you to fly out here. I'll pay you to tell me what's wrong. Look at my used car operation and tell me what I need to do to improve it. So I said, he said, I'll pay you, and I'll sell you a load of cars to go back. And I said, I'm in. So I fly in there. He picks it, picks me up. We go down. He's got an inventory list. We look at all the values of the cars. We go inside. We go to look at the paperwork and everything that's going on. You know, and I said, uh, who's your used car manager? And he said, Ken. I said, Ken from Round Rock? He said, yeah. I said, the Ken that he used to be a wholesaler? Yeah. I said, the Ken that. Works for y'all? Yeah, yeah. I said, he's the thief, Randy. His name's Randy also. I said, he's a thief. He's stealing from you. Let me show you. Let me show you what he's doing. How many deals you're missing? When you got a thief as a used car manager, they're going to have to try to steal something so they can get two, three hundred cash under the table from their wholesaler. So the wholesaler makes more than that so he can go make him. So now they're trying to steal your trade and make two thousand dollars on wholesale wholesale your hard-earned money so now if you're smart enough you walk well they missed the deal so they missed the deal they can't sell the car so they're losing the business then also when he does steal one he wholesales it and then i showed him where the the guy was selling he was selling the guy two thousand cheap and then he was buying stuff two thousand too high so they were killing them both ways. This dealership was losing millions due to the used car manager. And so the used car manager really worked hard on the customer coming in, beating up their trade so he could buy it a lot cheaper so him and his buddy could chop it up and make the cash. Well, it starts out with a little bit of money, but greed gets in the middle of these deals. friend of mine, Kenneth Stanley, number one I think wholesaler of of uh, the big time Dallas auctions and around, and we've been doing business since seventy nineteen seventy something like that. I, I've spent the night with him and his wife, and so this big time wholesaler and I were sitting and talking one day. He said, "Who are you paying on the table?" I said, "None." He said, "I said how many are you paying?" He said, "None." He said, "Randy, you've always been honest." I said, "Well, Kenneth, you've always been honest." I said, but I'm not paying anybody. I'm not going to pay anybody. I said, I'm going to outwork everybody and do the best I can and be a full-service wholesaler. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. And he said, well, you know how it is. It starts out 50 cash, and it goes to 100. Then it goes to 200. Then it goes to 300 per car. And then they go to splitting the profit. And then before you know it, the used car manager wants to split the profit before the wholesaler sells it. So greed comes in and just 
consumes, consumes. It starts in a spark, a little spark. That greed, that pride in the car business starts at a spark, and then it goes into a raging fire. Well, the credit unions and the banks have got these guys hitting at their managers constantly. And if they don't do it right, take it to the auction or have a pro in there that knows what's going on. They miss thousands of dollars, but just not even spending the right money on getting them ready. So if you're out there looking at a repo, and I've had a lot of calls about people going to certain places on repos, you got to understand that somebody, they let it go back. Why? Because they owed too much. And when you get to owing too much and they're chasing you, you're not going to work on the car. You're not going to maintenance the car. You're not going to fix nothing. So you got to look at it hard. Of course, you got to go get Carfax. Make sure it's not been in one or two or three accidents. Uh, late model cars, changing the frames. I just did a diminished value for a guy because they change, they, these frames are made out of aluminum or they hit certain way too hard. They got to change the frame out. Well, that follows you around the rest of your that car's life. Change frame, you know, frame damage. Car been hit hard. This, that, and the other. It's still worth something, but it's not worth full retail value. And it, just like I explained to you, there's so many dealers running around at these auctions, and they claim they don't do anything with Carfax. They claim they don't. Well, it's on all of our phones if you go to the auction, so you can look up if the car's been an accident. Well, look, auction don't want the headaches. They don't want the problems of trying to cover all these mistakes. So the dealer looks at it and says, oh, man, this one's had one or two accidents. I can buy it a lot cheaper, and lots of times as much as $7,000, $10,000 cheaper. And then I can ask full retail. I can make me ten, twelve thousand dollars $12,000 on this car. That's taking advantage. We've got a caller. We're taking advantage of the public, of the retail customer. And that's how that works. So you got to understand what's going on in the car business because there's a million different avenues, a million different mistakes, a million different ways. And so, Dennis again. Hello, Dennis. Thank you for calling. Hello, this is Dennis again. Yes, My sir. wife wanted me to ask, which I didn't do the first time, no problem. is that if you co-sign for somebody uh-huh. uh, before anything had happened, any uh uh, repossessed or an accident, can you get out of the contract? No. Nope. Okay. That, that ink, when that ink dries, you're on the deal. You cannot. And I mean, I've had people over the years try every way in the world. They can go down there and talk to the bank, and the problem is the car's usually not worth what the loan is. Uh, just like a big uh, credit union w- was wanting to sponsor my show, prove to the community they wanted to help everybody be the best they can be. And so, uh, but 95% of their customers are underwater, and they know it. But they're making interest. They're happy. They're hoping these people will pay for the car. Well, if you go down and talk to a bank, and if they owe very little on it, they'll let you off. But well, you're not worried about it when they owe very little because then okay, well, you I can hope my get wife, the car. She's on, she's on, uh, on her way to work at work. I hope she heard what she said. She uh, she got mad at me because I didn't ask you that. And I forgot, I well, forgot that's it, that's I excellent, excellent question. Once you, once you own it, you own it. Yep. You're on that note, and that's an excellent question. I thank I you for she, that I call. I hope she, hope she heard you. I hope a lot of people heard me because there's so many people. I've seen relationships with grandfathers and granddaughters uh, that – got rent and so ashamed and and the grandkids won't associate with their grandparents anymore and you know and about the time you know they do get mended they'll bar they'll buy them something else and they'll start it all over and you know it's just that these kids honestly i mean they don't know how to take care of a vehicle they're not trained in in how to take care of a vehicle And these vehicles nowadays need that maintenance and need to be taken care of. There's certain cars. I had a guy call me that was buying a vehicle, and it, it was a Kia. And Kias are good cars as long as you got a sensible driver, and they take care of it, and they maintenance, and they change the oil and stuff. I said, but you're putting your young 16-year-old daughter in that vehicle. She's not going to know how to drive it. She's not going to drive it right. And she's not going to change the oil and maintenance and take care of it. She's going to be right. slamming on the brakes, doing this and that. Those cars won't hold up. 
they'll hold up on somebody that will take care of it. Thank so you. I appreciate you taking the call again. Thank you, Dennis. Just like I said, that's, that, I hope that helps a lot of people because that's a question that comes up quite a bit, and I, I'm glad you brought it up. Thank you very much. God bless you. And that's true. When you sign that contract, a lot of people, uh, some people will let you out, but it's very, very seldom. And But nowadays, these big box stores are begging for business any way they can. Hello, Don Duffy and Stephanie again and uh, Paula. And so they're, they're searching for that business so hard, they'll let you bring it back in seven days because they're – they're thinking, here's their thinking. Number one, you're going to show your other employees or your coworkers. You're going to show your neighbors. You're going to show your kids. You're going to show everybody. And in your mind, you're buying it. And in their mind, your friends, your coworkers, everybody, you bought it. And so it's hard to take it back because of embarrassment. Oh, I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want to do that. I want you know. I've already told everybody I bought it, you know, and they've all seen me driving it. You know, I, I guess I need to keep it. And then the old conscience says, "Hey, dummy, it's for you. Got a six-year, seven-year note. You need to take it back." Oh no, no, no! My embarrassment would be bigger than than the payment. Bulloney! Hey, hey! If it's not working, it's not exactly right. Take it back. That fantasy will go away if you use prayer, reason, and common sense to make that better decision. Uh, Proverbs, again, Blessed is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. You know, the customer will see the real person and the salesperson the more wisdom they have and the more understanding. And understanding in working on your budget. I want you to have wisdom. I want you to have understanding. I want you to have knowledge. This is a battle for the budget. It's a battle for your money. And dealers will work as hard as they can putting you together, pushing your button. Remember, we're trained in psychology, sociology, and good old hard knocks and whatever it takes to sell you. And, hey, I got news for you. When you're out that door, you sign that contract, we don't know you. We don't care until you're ready to buy another one, of course. Then we love you again. But we're smart enough not to, you know, call you until you're, you know, about half of it paid down where we can trade with you again. Don't come back in here after two or three years and you owe 15000 Expect me to help you? Oh, do you hate your car? Do you hate your payment? Do you hate everything about it? We're going to help you. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Yeah, I won't say you land the park, you believe that. Yeah, I, I got a napkin I'll write out the deed for it, you know. So <laughs> if you believe that, hey, they, they, you think they open these multi-million dollar buildings that cost a million and a half a month to open, and they're going to help you out of your car? Yeah, uh-huh. I explained that deal to a guy the other day. He shows up owing 15000 too much. I said, now, when you sit down, add the payments up. If they don't kick your trade, he said, well, what's kicking trade? I said, well, that's if they don't, they, they push your trade off to the side, and then you lose your credit, and they don't pay it, and they don't pay it off, and then they pick 500 up because they call the lending institution and say, hey, we got a car. We, we need 500. You can come pick it up. You don't have to pay the other repo fees. Just come pick it up from us. But when he added his payment up with that 15000 he was paying unbelievable money. Now when he drove off the showroom floor, he's 25000 upside down instead of 15000 Said you got to work your way, and when you get ready, you get it paid down. Then you got to make better decisions. But I've had I, – I get hundreds of calls of people saying, thank you what you're educating us. Thank you what you're telling us. Thank you that, you know, you, we have this opportunity because nobody else is doing it. I'm not sure anybody's ever going to do it because pride is so big in the car business. It's bigger than Dallas, Texas. Yeah, number one ingredient to a car, great car salesman, his mind is pride in his mind. He's the best, and he works at it, and he improves, and he improves every day. And we get all these emails. We get all these classes. 
and we learn how to how to talk to you and how to be a friend and how to smile and how to tell you we love you and how we tell you we're going to help you. And what a great deal. I cannot believe my manager went for this deal, even though we're making 5000 Well, that's what happens. Hey, we want dealers to make money. We want them to make a small percentage. Real estate people work for 6%. What do you work for? Small percentage. We want them to work for a small percentage. Because if we lose the car dealers, where are you going to get the cars? We've got to have somebody in business. And we want them to make decent money, not like some of these dealers try to make 40, 50, 60% or better. Man, I've seen some deals lately. Buy here, pay here. Hey, I'm telling you, $2,000 car and they charge them 12,926% interest. Man, what is that, 600%? Something like that. But you know, there are people walk in the door. How much is the payment? You know, I've, I've told you before about a buddy of mine went to get a parts one day at a store, and he opens the door, and the guy's trying to sell him on payment. As they are, he greets him, tells him what his name is, and asks him if he can handle a six hundred dollar a month payment. He said, "I don't need a six hundred dollar payment." Well, what can you afford? He goes to talking to him. He said, "I'm here to pick up a part. I'm not. I'm not buying anything today. I'm not trading anything today." Yeah, but you know. Listen, I will strike you a great deal today. What if it's three hundred a month? I said, I'm not buying. This guy's working anywhere to get you committed. He wanted him committed at some figure. Then they'll find a car to fit that payment. Yeah, it may not be much car, but they'll find a car to fit that payment. And then they want to know what your credit is, how to build your credit. So it's always a game. It's like you going against the Dallas Cowboys. They're well trained. Lots of coaches, a lot of help, a lot of team members, and an owner. Everything rolled in together, and you're walking out there on the field by your little old lonesome. You need help, and you need help quick. Because if your next purchase is right around the corner, the lady called me, car, she got hit. She's getting ripped off by the claims adjuster, number one. So we're working on that. And, you know, they told her car out. Well, she's looking at three to five years wanting to fix the car. Her husband's looking at 10 to 15 years to buy her a late model newer car. She's driving, a, I think, a 92 Lexus, but she loves the car. She said, well, let's, let's, get, let's take the money. I, I told them how to work the claims adjuster, how to get more money out of it, where to take it. I got a great body shop I use. If you want to know about my body shop, Give me a call. I use him. I love him. He does a lot of work for me, but he's got room to work on your car. I had a guy at Cornerstone Church that I go to church with. He had his cars, both cars fixed by him, and just thanked me and thanked me many times because he did a great job. So if you need body shop work, uh, this is the best guy and the honest guy. I'm telling you, he is honest. He'll take care of you. So give me a call, 830 Four seven eight nine. So I'm helping them, these these people, you know, they can total the car out. It'll have a salvage title, which is fine with her. But I think she can fix the car for 1500 to 2000 and they'll give her about six to seven grand. Well, she can get it fixed and save that money to fix the car up the next three to five years. She can get her money's worth, start making payments to herself, and that's what she needs to. Hello, Ori. And so, Richard, uh, and so they they can take that money, but her husband would rather take all the money and put her in a 16, 17 model car. He's looking for 10 years, 15 years down the road. She's looking for three to five years down the road. There's a lot of different options to a, to a vehicle, a lot of different options of situation. The good news is both of them listen to him, so maybe they're listening to this show today. And they're both right. It depends on getting unity in the family, know where you're going, what you're doing. But if she can get that car fixed for under $2,000, she can get six to seven. She can put that money aside, start making payments to herself, and have money to fix the car if something does break. So look at every option of what you're, what you're purchasing. Look at the future. They're looking at the future. I love that. They're looking at the future. What are we going to do for the next three, five, ten, fifteen years? 
what will this automobile return in service to us? What will it be worth in a few years down the road? It'll still be worth something, but it'll have a salvage title, so it won't bring big money, but, you know, it'll still bring something. You know, people will doggy, doggy, dog. These buying services, these new car dealers, they all got signs out, we want to buy your car. Yes, they do. But they want, hey, they got overhead. They're going to pack it. Hey, I got 21 reasons why I'm a better buyer than 99% of the people out there. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I want to buy your vehicle. I'll tell you what it's worth. Get a free appraisal so you know where you stand. Also, I just bought a $30,000 unit that off of a new car dealer that I got him, the man a new truck, and I bought his vehicle, and we saved the tax money. I said, you've got to save that tax money on $30,000. So we got him a new vehicle. I bought it. He saved the tax money. I gave him the top dollar for his vehicle because I had a place to go with it, and we sold it. And that's what we want you to save as much money, make us a better deal, and, and plan for the future. This is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Go to Facebook Live, Randy Adams. The show will be on Facebook. Tell 20 people. Tell 20 people to go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. God bless you, San Antonio. I hope you're learning. I hope you're growing. And like I say, keep me in your prayers. We're going to defeat Satan. And he keeps attacking me, and I keep pushing him off. And the whole armor of God, God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Hey, next Saturday, uh, God bless you. And, and tune in and look at the Learn to Buy and Sell at the other websites on my website for the other shows. Remember, 1160 at 1 p.m. today. God bless you, San Antonio. We love you. Hey, 99% addictions are due to unforgiveness, mother, father, or spouse. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.